here we are back again talking best decks in the game numero uno i think without a shadow of a doubt currently still is thanos going into battle mode thanos offers the same thing he does on ladder thanos just offers an incredible amount of consistency out of any deck that you plug him into um, I want to go through and list a couple of the most common ones that you may see just so you get the general feel and understanding of what you could be up against in battle mode. But Thanos is going to be in the event, right? Like in any event you're going to play in moving forward where it has every card legal, Thanos has already won big events um, between content creators, etc. like that from the past. And I expect him to continue to do so until some of these changes are made. So this is definitely a deck that you need to be made aware of. You need to understand that you want to have answers to it. And you need to understand when to hold them or fold them. So let's take a look at uh, the deck list that Scott made infinite with last season. Um, this is a very similar list that you're going to see most people playing. Sunspot Cord, Quinjet, Lockjaw, Darkhawk, Rockslide, Devil Dinosaur, Arrow... American Chavez, She-Hulk, Thanos, Magneto. This is one of the more common lists for Lockjaw Thanos. Um, it's just very consistent. It offers a lot and a wide variety of ways to expand uh, and win games in different facets. Darkhawk package may gives you a slight edge in mirrors while your opponent is trying to buff um, you know, their lanes by a little bit here and there with like blue marbles and things like that maybe Kazars. you're just going well i'm gonna beat you with my giant powered dino and my giant powered um dark hawk along with throwing some rocks at you that might disrupt your locked all lanes and things like that so i think this is one of the uh runner-ups in the head-to-head -head for thanos mirrors but you do lose out on some of like you know your other ways to win games uh, against the wide variety of the metagame, so that's also something to note. I also think, ironically, heads up against opposing Darkhawk decks, you might actually be worse, because they're probably likely affording to play Mystique and um, Moon Girl and things like that, which are more specific to having an overall answer into you, and their deck is smaller, so your Darkhawks are worse. Uh, so that's also something to kind of note when you think about building for Thanos or for Darkhawk, etc. Another version of the list that you could see, you know, could compose of the Blue Marble and the Doctor Doom. This is another very common way. Uh, also, of course, Leech, you know, so this is more of the, I would say, generic version without Kang. Instead of playing Kang, you would probably be playing like American Chavez or something like that. Or maybe even just playing Arrow. Um, you know, just as another thing, but those are generic cards that you're going to see over and over again, you know, constantly, uh, the different versions, Leech, Doom, Devil Dinosaur, Darkhawk, um, you know, it, the list goes on and on of the different ways that you're going to see Thanos come out. Also, of course, the Blue Marvel, Kazar strategy, maybe Dazzler as another potential way or out, you know, things like that are also very much in, you know, in contention to being ways to win the game differently so Thanos is definitely something to be weary of in these events I would definitely continuously look for uh, ways to interact with Thanos and different decks that are good into Thanos or just sheerly outpowering them 
Nimrod is a new card in town. Galactus likes Nimrod. Galactus, uh, Nimrod gives life to Galactus in a way that's not seen before. So this is definitely a deck that I would also expect in this metagame. Bring your arrows, bring your Polarises, bring your Juggernauts, you know, etc, etc, etc. Bring the options because Galactus will show up in some form, I imagine, in these full constructed metagames moving forward. Um, it is a difficult deck to play in battle mode in general because if your opponent knows what you're doing, if your opponent has outs to it, generally speaking, you might find yourself into some trouble, which is very worrisome. Um, so that's just something to look into and feel for uh, as we continue to realize that, yes, Galactus is in the metagame, but of course there is a lot of answers to him. So might not show up in huge numbers, might not even look like this particular deck. It could look like a diff completely different deck altogether. But with the addition of Nimrod into the metagame, this is a card that I would absolutely look out for um, in interacting with being able to win on turn six with Galactus as opposed to having to play him on turn four or on turn five. So just something to note, you know, don't ever forget about Galactus in your in your gameplay or in your deck building because at the end of the day if you don't have an interaction for galactus in a set of battle mode you basically are just going to hand your opponent the 10 cubes because you have no way to actually beat galactus maybe you're seriously incomplete um but you have the majority of cards to really build good series three decks i've just made a whole video on series three decks there were eight decks that you know all succeeded in the last event uh barrow is one of those decks that i think will always be good in any given metagame it has game against just about everything the killmonger gives you game in some situations against um thanos and things arrow gives you game against galactus it also gives you game potentially against thanos Death and She-Hulk have these, you know, explosive turn six turns. Wave is an incredible way to interact with a lot of decks in the metagame. So Barrow is always a great deck for battle mode. And it's a solid deck for Series 3 people that, you know, don't have these high-end Series 4 and Series 5 cards to always look at. So definitely something I would look into is Barrow. If you're a little bit under the curve of what the general Series 3 or the general Series 4 or Series 5 decks, this is a great deck to play in a metagame if you have the majority of these cards obviously some of these cards are interchangeable if you don't have she-hulk you can play magneto you do lose a bit of a line but magneto plus death is still a very good turn six uh arrow plus death is still a very good turn six she-hulk just enables even more value with the potential wave on turn five and things like that so this is definitely a great deck for anyone that's kind of still growing their account and at a lower collection level and we're going to talk about another one here in a second, but this deck offers a ton. It's the it, it it's just a really good, fun deck to play. Also, it has game against most things in the metagame. If you're looking for like a 50-50 deck in the metagame, you're not really sure what to play, I think Barrow does a, like a lot of really good things. Devil Dinosaur. Um, at the end of the day, Devil Dinosaur is a very, very powerful card in the game. Uh, being able to manipulate it with Mystique is great. Moon Girl is another way to benefit from having multiple Devil, devil Dinosaurs. This version here uh, is definitely not the best version of it. If you're looking for something a little more pristine, uh, hit me up in the comments or hit me up in Discord, whatever you want to do. We can talk about building a, uh, another version of this deck. 
But I also highlighted one the other day on stream that featured um, She-Hulk and Moon Girl and things like that, having a way to double up your dinos and double up your Mystiques, double up your uh, She-Hulks. This is just another version. It's more of a variance version, which, you know, having the Agent Coulson create some interesting things. Having the Leech may be good enough to just kind of steal you a cube here and there. Uh, it, all in all, Devil Dinosaur is another Series 3 deck that if you're not in the Series 4, you don't have all the Series 4 or Series 5 options that you would like, Devil Dinosaur just outpowers people. So that's the best thing about this particular card and this particular line of thinking is, well, if you can't join them, then I have to overpower them, and this is a way that you know enables you to overpower some of these more synergistic decks with just going, here's my sheer numbers in a game. Zabu Control, um, this still says best XO, but I modified it to add Zabu instead of the Angela. This is a great deck in battle mode in general. It gives you a lot of lines, it gives you a lot of play, and at the end of the day, Zabu is the only non-Series 3 card in this deck. The majority of this deck is actually Series 2, right? Um, you have Hood and Mysterio and Sarah that are all Series 3, but the rest of it is Series 2. And then you have Zabu. If you don't have Zabu, you can trade Zabu in for some other cards like Lizard and things like that. Uh, just to give yourself a little bit more power and a little bit more you know, decision making. Angela is also a fine option. Uh, but all in all, this deck is one of the better decks in battle mode in my honest opinion because it enables your opponent to not really understand how you're going to win the game. So you can really get people to stay in games because they're just not sure how you could possibly beat them. And that's the most powerful thing about this particular deck. Getting a turn three bishop, uh, you know, turn two Zabu, turn three bishop, turn four can kind of just be a floater turn. Maybe you play a Sentinel, maybe you play a Scarlet Witch just to, you know, mess with the things. Maybe you get your hood, you have to get your hood out there earlier on also. But after that, your turn five is Sarah, and then your turn six, you know, you might have this really low and limited power on the board. But turn six with Zabu and with Sarah, you have the ability to just play a million cards, and your opponent has to decide, well, how the how is he going to beat me? Uh, so with Mysterio hitting three triggers on Bishop, having the Killmonger with the Nova pumping everything up, having a Shang Chi or an Enchantress or a Killmonger to you know to really go over the top, even having a Carnage late with the Nova, it just spreads all of this damage to all these different lanes with a Shang Chi to snipe something. A lot of powerful things happening uh, with this particular list. One of the more fun decks to play in battle mode, um, and honestly, even just for ladder climbing in general, this deck just has the capability of really teching its way into a lot of different types of wins. So once again, if you're not Series 4 and Series 5 oriented, and you're looking for some Series 3 deck to play, this is a wonderful deck to pick up and try, and it is very interchangeable. You don't need the hood, etc. You know, you have other options if you don't want to play Mysterio and, and Bishop as well you can definitely manipulate those things the core strategy of this list is Shang-Chi, Killmonger, Enchantress, Sura, and Zabu uh, everything else is fairly interchangeable to be honest. Three, uh, this is the, my version of Sherry that I you know use in climbing um, when I'm worried about it this is more of the Sherry Darkhawk angle I think Darkhawk is a type of card that if you're not a Thanos player, you should probably be trying to play, uh, if you have a Darkhawk, I would try and play Darkhawk in some of these metas because it really it really just is a problematic card for Thanos to play with. So if you expect a lot of Thanos, then Darkhawk looks incredible. 
and if you can, anytime you can pair Darkhawk with Cherry, you're also doing really, really good. Uh, adding the Darkhawk package with the Korg and the Rock Slide is great. Even Spider Manning with a Sherry is good enough to win some lanes because you cheat your opponent out of a out of a lane on the final turn. And then of course having the ability to just Sherry on four and then uh, She-Hulk on six. You know, you just skip your turn five, pump up your sunspot, She-Hulk plus other things on six. All very, very powerful lines to, to really interact with. So this deck is a real fun interactive way with different ways to kind of win the game. And you can definitely trade some of these cards for other cards. This is a more traditional Sherry Zero deck. Uh, this is probably one of the more dominant decks in the game, along with the top end of Thanos. Uh, you don't necessarily care about being leeched, which is really powerful. You just have really strong cards, so just flat out win the game. Sometimes 30 power Red Skull plus a 30 power Taskmaster is going to win you games. This is a wonderful deck to try and build. Sherry is just a great, powerful card in general. Sherry with She-Hulk, Sherry with Arrow, Sherry with Red Skull, all of those things are great, but uh, the sad truth is that even Sherry with Tatiana or Sherry with Polaris can also just flat out win you games, which is really important to note. So this is a great deck for battle mode, it's a great deck for climbing. Uh, it's similar to the dinosaur uh, conversation where, well, I don't have Thanos and I'm not going to try and win weird tech games, I'm just going to outpower Thanos. This deck has the ability to just flat out outpower Thanos. So that is one of the more interesting and intriguing things here is that, you know, you play a Cosmos on three, you play a Sherry on four, you hide your giant Red Skull behind your Cosmos on five, and then you just play, you know, Taskmaster Tatiana or Taskmaster Zero on six, and you just win a lot of games that way. Surfer! Surfer's still a really good card! It's still a really good deck. If you're into Surfer, you know, you have a lot of outs against a lot of different things. This particular version is really interesting and can kind of cheat wins. I was playing it on stream last night to kind of get a feel for it, and I still think this is a contender in the game. So for you Surfer Advocates, this is definitely a list that I would consider. You know, you still have the explosion ability, you still have the uh, unique way of winning games with Storm and Juggernaut. You have a unique wins way of winning games with Killmonger against certain strategies. Rogue can be a complete blowout and just steal you wins as well. Um, it has a lot to offer. This deck is a really fun deck to play, and I think, still think it's a contender in any metagame uh, for climbing or for battle mode. So it's definitely something that people might also be sleeping on. You know, Surfer hasn't been at the forefront of a lot of metagames recently, so... Playing Surfer might not be end up being that bad of a choice, to be honest. Traditional Darkhawk look. Um, this is similar to what I would... I would, If I had Darkhawk, I would evolve my uh, Dinosaur deck, you know, my Devil Diner deck, into this type of list. Uh, where even if you don't have Sherry here, you could just play the Devil Dino over the Sherry. And kind of still set up your different ways to win the game here with double mystique and things like that double dino double dark hawk you know the moon girl all works out here so this could be a list that i would adapt into you know this also is again similar to the dinosaur deck that if you don't have uh the dark hawk you don't need to play the core you don't need to play the rock side of the dark hawk you can just manipulate this to more card draw with devil dinosaur and still have the moon girl effect um this is a phenomenal deck period in the game has a lot of ways has a lot of ways to win interact, disrupt your opponent with the rocks, uh, disrupt your opponent with Black Widow and things like that. Definitely a great deck to look out for. 
Um, and it's fine. It's it's a really good deck. Again, you know, not everyone has to be playing Thanos. You can very much outpower Thanos with double Darkhawk on turn six because of Zabu, or playing a Darkhawk on five and then Mystique, Mystique on turn six because of Moon Girl. All of these things are really good interaction and play lines, and just spread out a lot of power against Thanos that. They only have one Shang-Chi, so if they don't hit their leeches, then you just get to crush them, honestly, and that's my favorite part about this particular. Lastly, the very final deck that we're going to cover is the Sarah Hawk Control. This is the ultimate um, version of Control, I would say, that gives you a lot of game against Thanos. It gives you a lot of power that's spread. Addition of Thor in this deck is very interesting. Gives you just another card to play on the final turn of the game. So we were removing the Bishop uh, combo and we're adding the Darkhawk combo. So you got rid of the Mysterio uh, and the Bishop. You gained Darkhawk and Rockslide. Um, you also removed whatever else to fit Corgan here. You still have basically all of your other tech though with Shang-Chi, Enchantress, and Killmonger. And Polaris is just another layer to interact with um, Galactus decks potentially. So yeah, this is another one that I think is great for control-minded players that have a Darkhawk that, once again, don't want to play Thanos but want to have a good game against Thanos. I think this deck in particular is really, really great against Thanos and all of those wonderful things. So much like the latter, I do think uh, Battle Mode with Full Construct, it will be built around a Thanos. Um, so when you're going into these events, really consider... You know, rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Uh, I like to confirm that in many, many games. You know, the rock deck right now is probably Thanos. So what are my scissor decks that automatically lose the Thanos but are going to beat all these paper decks? Uh, that's the question you're going to have to find out for yourself. I wanted to get this video out today and definitely into the hands of all the patron supporters. This way you guys had a better situation um, going into the next event and just that concept of idea of what can I build around or understand how to play against, um, you know, some of the Thanos things. So hopefully these deck lists help you guys out a little early. Um, that's what I'm always looking for whenever I'm making videos early for the patrons. And then of course, if you are watching this now public on YouTube, this was a breakdown for the battle, battle mode event that is starting or probably already did start after this event came out covering basically the best decks in Marvel Snap right now. You know, all of these decks are top-end contenders in the game. They're great for climbing. They're great for battle mode. So any upcoming tournaments you may have, uh, for example, there's a Marvel Snap Zone coming up, you know, this weekend for premium events and YouTube subscribers for them. There's also a Snap Fan Event coming up that all of these rules are considering. These are great decks for any of those events that are coming up. And of course, as always, any of the events that we have coming up currently, these are the best decks in the game. These are definitely decks that I would consider uh, I will very likely be playing one of the decks that you have seen here uh, in the upcoming event. So all in all, thank you guys for checking out. If you're looking for a more in-depth version, I cover almost all of these decks in a one-on-one -on -one video. Uh, but the last one, of course, right now is Mr. Big Thanos. So check out this video right here in this orange screen. If this video was helpful for you in any which way, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Let me know what decks you're enjoying playing in battle mode in the comments. Of course, as always, have a great day. See you later.